Hey, Sats Addicts. It's Jeff and Harrison. Hey. We've gotten amazing feedback. Thank you so much for listening. But here's the thing. We need your help spreading the word. The bigger this gets, the better it gets. So if you have a friend who loves stand-up comedy, turn them on to the show. Share it on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, even MySpace. I'm sure Tom is very lonely. Poor Tom. We'll keep growing. And it'll be thanks to you. Oh, and one more thing. If you have a suggestion for a bit you'd like us to talk about, send us a message through the website. Let's talk about sets.com. All one word. Let's talk about sets.com. Stand up comic joke it up one time. Fun day. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Fun day. <laughs> Your face is fantastic. Is that you? Yeah. It's totally me. Oh, come on. Let's talk about I'm part of <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sex. All right. This is Let's Talk About Sets. And on the show today, we have Ashley Gavin. I am the host, Jeff McBride. And then we also have another host, uh, Harrison Tweed. I'm Harrison Tweed. Yeah. We're going to get started by listening to Gay versus Black by Wanda Sykes from her 2009 HBO special, I'm a Be Me. It's harder being gay than it is being black. It is. Because there's some things that I had... There's, there's some things that I have, had to do as gay that I didn't have to do as black. I didn't have to come out black. <laughs> I didn't have to sit my parents down and tell them about my blackness. <laughs> Sit them down. Mom, Dad, I got to tell y'all something. <laughs> I hope you still love me. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm black. <laughs> what? What did she just say? Oh, Lord Jesus, she didn't say black, Lord. Did she say black? <laughs> Mom, I'm black. Oh, no, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> give a cancer, Lord. Give a cancer. <laughs> Anything but black, Lord. It's like, Mom, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm black. I'm, that's just how it is. No, no, you know what? You've been hanging around black people. <laughs> You've been hanging around black people, and they got you thinking you black. They twisted your mind. No, mom, I'm, I'm I'm black. That's just that's just how it is. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? I knew I should have let you watch Soul Train. Was this? <laughs> <laughs> no, mom, it wasn't Soul Train, mom. Just just who I am. I was, I was just born black. Oh, you won't born black. I don't want to hear that. Uh-uh. You won't born black. The Bible says Adam and Eve, not Adam and Mary J. Blige. <laughs> that's oh, that's so good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ashley, why'd you pick this bit? Um, I picked it because I started, I watched that, oops, I watched that special before I, uh, before I even started stand-up or even before I knew that I wanted to be a stand-up and it was, and before I came out. And it was, oh, wow. it was one of just my favorite 
jokes. I just thought it was so, so funny. Before I came out to my family, it was around, it must have been around when I came out, but um, it was just so, so funny. And now it's still one of my favorite bits because she's so she's such a good performer. Even, you know, we were talking earlier about how it can be hard to watch stand up once you become a stand up because you get so nitpicky, but like this bit, I can watch it and enjoy it without being nitpicky or even thinking about stand up comedy. It's just like, it's just one of the few jokes that like I can just watch and really just enjoy. And I think there's so many layers of why I'm enjoying it. Do you think it's because it's like point of view autobiographical comedy? It's like that's the kind of comedy that really never goes out of style for me. It's, it's just like I can, no one can do this besides the person who lived it. Exactly. You know what I mean, it's like it's artistic. So, so, so genius because she's doing something that everyone has experienced, but also everyone else is learning something new. What do you mean everyone has experienced? Well, when I say everyone experienced, everyone's had a moment with their mother where mm-hmm. they were like, oh God, no, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. And that yelling and that, oh my God, like, what are you, what are you doing to me? This is like an assault on my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not yeah. that they're gay, but uh-huh. the people who haven't come out are hearing it, hearing that voice from their mother in like this new way. In other words, it's like, uh, uh, mothers, they, they teach you everything when you're little, you know, nothing. And so they take so much responsibility for who you are. And then when you become who you are going to become, and then you do things that she would never do, mm-hmm. uh, then, then all of a sudden they ha- there's that differentiation moment where she can't handle it. Yeah. And I think everyone's experiencing that. And then I think everyone's learning something new about it. If you're not gay and I I think uh, it just that combination of truth and learning, Mm -hmm. it appeals to who I am as a comedian. And uh, it's the closest thing to my voice that I see another comedian doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love, and I love that there's so much joke theory there. There's like perfect joke theory. Let's talk about it. But also her performance is so good Mm -hmm. that you don't even see it. Okay. It's like just this long act out yeah. plus comparisons plus the truth plus yeah. learn. There's just like layers and layers and layers of complexity to this joke that I think yeah. is unbelievable. Um, let's let's break it down. Let's do both the performance elements of it and let's also do the joke theory. Uh, let's start with the joke theory. Um, so she's got basic compare and contrast. Yeah, that's the that's sort of the framework of it. Yeah, she worked through every single angle of coming out. She like went down and, and, and sat down and thought about all the different parts about coming out, probably listed them all and made a perfect comparison to like some, you know, black stereotype, like yeah, yeah. soul train or Mary J Blige. And, yeah. uh, you know, other, other, um, she talks about cancer at, at one point, like she just comes up with like all these things that she can compare it to. And it's, it's just perfect. But because she's doing her mom and acting yeah. it so you're not even thinking about the comparison. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's exactly how my mom talks. Yeah, yeah. And she pulls uh, another, she pulls a move that I really only uh, discovered recently, and that is she goes immediately into counterpoint. So she sets it up, and then she goes, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. I didn't have to do this, I didn't have to do that, I didn't have to do that. This is my favorite new thing that I'm applying everywhere, mm. which is the moment that you say what it's not, you are in, immediately in this realm of free-for-all. Because you, yeah. you can tell people what it's not all day long, and yeah. it's, it's endless, it's infinite. To tell people what it is, though, is way harder. Yeah. Um, but you're, just, you're showing what it is by dancing around the edges. Chris Rock it. has a uh, quote where he's like, a, a good comedian can argue very well, and a great comedian can argue both sides very well. 
Mm-hmm. Totally. Which is like, I think she kind of can, I, I, she could remodel that joke in the o- opposite too. I bet she's such a strong writer that like, she says, I didn't have to come out as black. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, obviously she didn't. It's yeah. absurd to even say that, but it shows she's showing the absurdity of having to come out at all. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. She's saying, this is an obvious thing that, that, that uh, everyone knows about me the moment that they meet me and it's part of who I am. And it, and I was born this way. And she's saying, this is so much harder because other people don't think the same thing about me being gay that, and, 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 and they should. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's how it should be this obvious. It should be this simple. And, and how masterful to put it so simply to yes. come out yes. black. Yes. I yes. mean, just like, yes. because coming out is a process. I have to come out maybe every day. Uh, I have to come out every time I Wait, do stand up comedy. You're gay? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gay. Oh, uh, Harrison, you never said, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that, you know, things, I'm like, really, really, I really actually, guys, I'm, I'm glad I could share this with you. <laughs> I'm gay. Yeah. That is a, such a good point. That's a great point. I have to come out every single day. Mm-hmm. I have to is... come out to my doctor. I have to come out to like people. That, I mean, I'm just coming out all the time. It's so annoying. And I'm sure people think like all Ashley, my big fear is like Ashley yeah. only does gay stuff, but of course it's the first thing that everybody hears until yeah. you're famous. When you're mm-hmm. famous, you don't have to come out anymore because everyone knows that you're gay. You don't have to say it anymore. Totally. I should point out to our listeners that uh, Ashley is wearing flannel right now. I have a show after this yes. <laughs> and I have to come out during the show. So this helps. You're wearing the uniform. Wearing right yeah, I have like a brand that I bring on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, uh, you know, but... Um, and, and I love, um, she, then she, ma- then she continues to map that counterpoint. She keeps going. She's like, mom, dad. And you know, she's about to say the punchline. I love this yeah. technique. You yeah. know what she's about to say. She's going to say I'm black. She's going to, everybody knows. And they're like, just say those words, please. It's yeah. like watching, uh, the, I've heard it in improv class described as the meet the parents thing. Like, you know, Ben, you're going to watch Ben Stiller fuck up. You know what's coming. You're going to watch him fuck up and <laughs> mm-hmm. you so want to watch him fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. Like the anticipation is great. Isn't that funny how um, a lot of jokes, most jokes require an element of surprise, but this particular structure does not. It's the opposite. It's please give me exactly the thing I know you're going to give me. And then you gave it to me and I'm so happy you gave it. Well, that's it like me. all salesmanship. She's such a good salesman. Oh yeah. I think it's yeah. the honesty of it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's, when it's honest and you know what's, you know it from your own life yeah. and you're about to see like that difficult conversation between you and your parent when you know that and you mm-hmm. know that feeling and then she creates it so perfectly. You're not yeah. laughing because you're surprised. You're laughing because you feel relief and release. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's the, I know that thing. <laughs> She's also doing this. I think this kind of joke writing is so fun, which is like the Mad Lib style where it's like, you know, yes. like Mad Libs are like set up a scene and and you know what the like the the most boring version of that Madlib would be, oh, when, or, yeah. or you can kind of read what like it's just anything where you're exp- using language that everyone has heard in a certain context and just juxtaposing something different inside it, like the entire time. Yeah, uh, where she said, what, where was it? Oh, her closer for that bit, her closing joke for that bit is um, one, another one of my favorite techniques, which is the Mad Libs. I love the Mad Libs idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is um, uh, It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and. And then, boop, let's you Mad know, Libs she probably had like yeah, 10 yeah. things uh-huh. in there. 
uh-huh. and then she she you know chose the best one. And I I oh, love wow. that. That's another technique I love because it's just so damn effective. Is co- take a common phrase, change the way it ends, and people eat it up. I eat it up. Yeah. I don't care. I just please recontextualize this cliche. And I think comics, you know, we when we watch each other at open mics and stuff like that, we can kind of see what's coming and. Uh, when you have good delivery, that's when it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that we what we see coming mm-hmm. because yeah. it, you just enjoy watching it. It's mm-hmm. sort of like when you're listening to a pop song and you know the key change is going to come. Like you just like know that's the time for the key change. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. the, mathematically mm-hmm. speaking, like we've gotten to this point. But you're like, oh, I still really like this. Yeah, no, totally. Because it's good. What? Uh, so that's a good segue into the performance part of it. Why? Why? Wh- what to you makes this so well performed? Yeah, I mean, maybe I should have prepared better for this. I, Wanda is, <laughs> I think Wanda is, her delivery is, like, some of the best ever. Yeah. Um, I don't understand all of it. But so much of it is because, first of all, she has such an authority. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're watching her, you're, like, uh, you feel at ease because, like, she's controlling everything. She's she's in control. Um and she's having fun and she's like balancing that between like she's enjoying herself and telling the audience when to enjoy themselves. And yes, I enjoy that. I but I, that. I also think there's just like an honesty that she brings to mm-hmm. it. She's present. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. She doesn't sound contrived in her delivery at all. Sorry. Yeah. It's very, it's very authentic. She's authentically there. I just feel like she's taking care. She's like in charge, but she's taking care of the whole audience. That's why she's like, have you ever seen her on Kirby Enthusiasm? Yeah. She, when she enters a scene, she's only there for like, maybe like five minutes of airtime each episode that I've seen her in. It's like the strongest five minutes. Like, fuck you, Larry. Like, it's just like, she comes in, just owns the screen and then she just pieces out. And it's by far the most memorable part. Yeah. Of the episode. And some of that she's you can't amazing. teach. Some people just have incredible presence. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously you get better and better and better, but yeah. But I think Wanda has probably had that presence her whole life. I wanted to touch on um, another piece of that before we move on. And that was when she goes into this part where she says, you've been hanging around black people. They twisted your mind. <laughs> what did I do? I shouldn't have let you watch Soul Train. Soul Train is my favorite tag. In yeah, that of course. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So um, that part is where she's honing in on her argument. The argument being, um, I refuse to accept that this is identity. I'm insisting that this is bad nurture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that part is the most delicate of it. Yeah. I mean, hearing you say it, I'm getting sad mm-hmm. because oh, like, I'm yeah. like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. But the, the conversations are like flooding back to my mind and I have yeah. a very supportive family, mm-hmm. yeah. but like, even when you have a supportive family, there are some hard conversations before it becomes support. There are very few families where I think it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of knew it. Did cool. you, yeah. I have a fault. How were your parents about you doing stand up initially? How do they feel about oh, you? Oh, extremely talking? supportive. Extremely supportive. Yeah. Yeah. God, I kind of have cool. the, a lot of, I know a lot of comedians feel like, uh, they have to, I've heard the bit at Mike's, like mm. I had to come out, uh, as a comedian yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. always like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. I think, um, I think there is something weird about like, because it, it's not coming out at all. What it is, is your, like when you tell your parents you're a stand up, like I've heard that comparison before. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, people It's have not been really left. the same because, like, being as much as I believe stand up is like a core, being a performer is core part of my identity, but. Yeah. It's not the same in the same way that 
uh, being being gay is yeah being gay is like less a part of my identity as much as as more more part of my biology yeah you yeah. know what I mean like I didn't think about you chose stand up yeah also, I, I did choose stand up at the end of the stand-up day stand up is a ridiculously horrible job path if you're on if you're a, there's like a yeah there's legitimate human that does has no desire to get on stage and tell jokes you're like what are you doing yeah it yeah. takes four years to get good seven usually to pop what the fuck are you doing i yeah. paid for your college to wish yeah. and you fuck yeah come on let's talk about sex ashley let's talk about you for a second okay so ashley is a stand-up comedian here in new york she tours nationally oh yeah yeah she actually she headlined caroline's on broadway uh very recently it was uh, just a few months ago for those um, of us, for people listening caroline's is a big club in new york it's very so it's big, big club deal. it's, it's in times square it's incredible um Axis Comedy Live, uh, and uh, she's also been on Laughs on Fox, the Fox Network, mm-hmm. and all those are great comedy. And she's got a number of projects in the works, too. Yeah, she has some exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of, it's exciting, but nothing to discuss, really. It's okay. like the saddest part of the exciting stuff. <laughs> like, I'd love to talk about it, but it's like not, can't really say not anything there yet. yet. Totally, got it, yeah. got it, got it. <laughs> um, so uh, then my next question, of course, is when did you start stand-up? What's the story? Why, why stand-up? Um, I moved to... Okay. Grew up acting and Mm -hmm. in school theater and outside of school theater uh, my whole life. And then got to a point where I was like, no, this is like, this is a bad idea. I should pursue computer science, which was like another thing that I was doing. So I majored in that and I got a job in that. Well, acting and computer science are very similar. Uh, totally, <laughs> yeah, totally. It's all the same people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they could not. The only thing that they really have in common is that they're both really, really creative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people don't realize that computer science yeah, is like super. creativity without the expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's a great way to put it. Yeah. You're not expressing yourself. You're solving a problem, but you're doing it so very creatively, creatively mm-hmm. which yeah. is why it appealed to me. Um, but moving forward, I, I had this job at a, at a research lab. Um, it was a really cool job. Uh, anyone in the field would love to have a job there, but I was like depressed and I was like, I have to move back to New York and I have to pursue theater performance in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So I moved back in 2012 and then kind of just tried to figure myself out. I was like writing a musical. You, are you f- done? Uh, did you do that? What's that? Yeah, I, I think figure? I did. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I was writing a musical. I did all of the classes at the UCB, like through the advanced stuff. I started like an indie improv team. I was doing literally everything that I could possibly do. U- and the- UCB is Upright Citizens Brigade. Yes. It is uh, It is the premier comedy school in New York City. Yes. Um, great experience, but like not quite the right fit. Uh, <laughs> so then I was like, oh, I should try stand up yeah which is extra weird because in the eighth grade i did stand up at my talent show at school but like completely blocked that memory did you, wait, wait did you write or did you did you do someone else's material no no i i did my own material awesome. i didn't really write i think uh-huh. i thought i had written because i like wrote in my head the way yeah you know most 26 year old men do before they get to the open mic for the first <laughs> time and they're like i thought I th- this is funny in my head so i did that but i was 14 um but I never considered stand-up. And then I took this class. I dropped out of it. But then I did my first open mic a few months later. Um, there's a longer version of this story. Yeah. But I did my first open mic a few months later. And the, literally from open yeah. mic number one, I was like, oh, 
this is this for yeah. this forever this forever mm-hmm. and i'm still mm-hmm. i what i really wanted to do was be an actor and do comedy acting which now i'm getting to do because of stand-up yeah. which is really really fun but stand-up is will always be is like, stand-up the end goal now or is it a vehicle to the other one ah yeah, god a, they can work a, with each other they, i think i'd i think acted because we both uh, you do go out for auditions yeah i've realized that i'm like well you know what like i know the path is very long to become like a headlining comedian just based off your Mm stand-up and the idea of like maybe jumping on a sitcom with like allows you to do more shows it really does and it'll get on the road it allows you to bring your brand and set the context for your show so much earlier than Mm -hmm. just trying to be stand-up just trying to be stand-up like no one knows who you could be awesome, but still no one knows who you are. So you always have that moment of like getting up and being like, this is who I am. Okay. Now you get me great. I can like do Mm -hmm. my set. But if you, if you're like Aziz and Mm -hmm. you have this huge show going for you, you can develop your brand and your voice for sure. So much more quickly um, and develop a fan base so much more quickly. So that's really what I desire is to, to have both. Mm -hmm. Um, But there will always be a part of me that's like live comedy is the best thing in the entire world Mm -hmm. and nothing is like it. When a friend of mine mentioned that he'd, he'd been to your house and it was it was it was hyper organized and, and and clean and all of that and I was like, I understand her. <laughs> <laughs> I understand Ashley. I'm I'm that way too. Like I I I, I want things to be in their place and I'm like just very specific and like and yeah. I, I and once I knew that about you, I was like, oh, I get her a little bit more now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a robot. <laughs> I, I am a robot very emotional robot but you're an android because you got like human-like qualities right but on this core you're like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I if i'm not working the gavin 2000 right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if i'm not working yeah. uh i feel very uncomfortable oh totally yeah. that's awesome yeah that's a, that's a great it's quality <laughs> of course it is to 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 find that much enjoyment and and have that much drive to do what you want to that's do that's what people don't realize is i, I do enjoy it yeah. There's, I, the, I can't like. What am I gonna do? knit? Like, what am I gonna do? get a hobby? Like, what the people yeah. with hobbies? I'm like, that's great for you, but yeah, I cannot imagine sitting down know. and having a hobby, dude. I'm gonna yeah, get no. you hooked on Sudoku if it's the last. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> oh. Watch, she, she she drops out of comedy completely. She's it's like, just, Sudoku I'm just is really into so Sudoku gross. now. Oh God, it's so good. Uh, awesome. Um, was this what we played your most influential bit? Yeah, I would say. Okay. I I never thought about, I never think about other comedians sort of influencing my voice. I love to steal technique, but oftentimes when I'm stealing technique, it's, it's just because it it matches a bit, not so much that I love that Mm standup. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, Totally. So I, when I'm influenced by a comic, it's usually because I'm like, Oh, this bit could use this sort of preachery comparison style that Chris Rock does, or this bit could use this sort of disgusting language, but like a a twinkle in his eye, the way Doug Stanhope, you know what I mean? That's what I'm really thinking about. But like Wanda, just Wanda's special, just special to to me. Spoke to you. Yeah. She appeals to a part of like my soul. And that's the, and that's the beauty of, of really great comedy. I I mean, it's just when, when it reaches in and touches that part of you, you're laughing that hard and you're like, that's a truth. I always knew I never articulated it this way. And now 
I'm going to always articulate it that way. Yeah. Uh, it's so, it's so great. Yeah. And to, and once I, I had that happen to me, um, with George Carlin was the one that was for me. Once that happened to me, I was like, I want to do that for other people for the, for my whole life. It's what I want. I want to be able to give that to them because it meant so much to me. Come on. Let's talk about sex. Let's play some of your material. Uh, oh, yeah. I, oh, no, oh, yes. Coming up is a bit by Ashley Gavin. It's called... Look uh, at how much you're hiding. Uh, I know, uh, I am. Electric I'm, fence. There's no hiding from the microphone. <laughs> it is so vulnerable, though. Yeah. It, it is. It is. Uh, every time we play a bit of my own, I'm just like, oh, God. So trust <laughs> I me. I hope I picked a good... Now I'm, like, questioning. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm gay. You can stop thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a lesbian. You guys hear about the pastor in the South who said he'd unlock the problem to getting rid of the gays? It's on YouTube. It's amazing. You should watch it. He's like, well, the first thing we gotta do, take all the lesbians, put them in a big electrified fence cage of men. Stop right there. I'm in. <laughs> put me in the cage with the other lesbians. What's Peter Brook plan? Let's just, let's just do it. Guys, I kind of have a life update as a lesbian, though. I'm, uh, I'm sporting a Brazilian right now. Yeah, yeah. Some enthusiasm, some confusion. Like a lesbian with a Brazilian. Can, can you be a lesbian with a Brazilian? Like, I was scared to get my wax. Not because of the pain, but I was like, is this going to fundamentally change who I am? Like, are they going to rip out that last strip and I'll wake up with a dick in my mouth and my nails done? Like, what? No, I do. I, I love it, though. I really love it. Like, it looks better. It feels better. I got catcalled leaving the salon. Walked out of the salon. A homeless dude was like, damn, girl. You got that fresh wax pussy glow. And I'm a lesbian and a feminist, okay? I dress like this every day. I never get catcalled. But I've been preparing for this moment my entire life. One goddamn wax. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. Yeah, I am a feminist. You guys know that you're twice as likely to die in a female-named hurricane than a male-named hurricane? Do you guys know that? It's true. That's weird, right? So they wanted to know why. The scientists wanted to know why. So they looked at the strength of the hurricanes. They looked at where they were hitting. On average, all that is the same. The key difference, people are just twice as likely to flee a male-named hurricane. One chuckle from Feminism 101 somewhere over here. I'll explain for the rest of you. The female-named hurricanes are taken less seriously than their equally qualified male counterparts. <laughs> this means that during Hurricane Katrina, some dude was like, Katrina? Nah, she's just on her period. <laughs> Give her a couple days, she'll calm down. <laughs> no, you want people to be afraid of hurricanes? Name them terrifying things. Like, if you turn on the radio and the guy was like, Hurricane, prison grade, anal gang rape is headed straight <laughs> to New Orleans. We'll scare it at Hurricane Pam, in my opinion. Or like the Weather Channel, the I'm Senior Citizen Circle Jerk is hovering right above Miami. You leave. All right. Oh is, that, is that all of it? Yeah. 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 Oh, so you doing all right over there? I'm okay. 
Yeah. Oh, it's such a good bit. Um, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Well, it's, it's like three bits. Sorry, I didn't realize if it should yeah. be one. Now that I'm listening back. But it's back. like a chunk. That's it, a no, great it's, it's a good chunk. It's a good part of your set. It's great. Uh, the first maneuver you pull, of course, is your opener, right? Um, which is which is great. Uh, I've heard you do it over and over again. It's so perfect because within the first five seconds of you being on stage, we know who you are. Yeah. We know that you are loud. We know that you are. you have a strong presence. We know that you are a bit sarcastic. We know that you are gay like it's uh, it's like boom here i am ashley here i am get ready yeah i think not, not i did it by accident obviously i was just trying to write a joke but the electric being first of all being like hey i'm gay you can stop thinking about it mm-hmm. came from the fact that people are thinking always about, thinking yep. about it yeah. uh, yep. it's not because i'm like right just you know trying right. to yeah. it's a reaction yeah it, it's it, literally like i look around and i can see people literally being like what Oh, and like there are younger people who like know immediately and Mm -hmm. I don't have to say it, but Mm -hmm. you know, but the second piece of it is that electric fence joke, like literally changed my life. I think real quick, real quick before we move on. Um, also the, the other thing that you're doing right there is you're calling out subtext, the primary job of a comedian. You're calling that subtext out. You're taking it out of the subconscious. You're putting it right in their face Mm -hmm. and people are like, Oh, I can think, I can think that out loud now. Yeah. 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 You're giving them that freedom. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. Uh, I, I, this uh, the reason I love your electric fence show because I was just talking to you in the car after a show. Uh, every comedian that I know that's like really great is like a contradiction, um, and or like has idea. this like juxtaposing like personas. Like I love yours. You're you're a lesbian. You're also like a, a, a like very in, uh, you're a feminist. I don't know. I was gonna say intense. I don't know. No, it's, I'm it's in, like I am intense. intense. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, who she said that but very intensely. <laughs> I am intense. I am, look in my eyes. Look, but, I am intense. But I love that joke because it's like it's like. Yeah, I can be I can be a feminist, but also I want some pussy. It's like you know, it's like you're like I love I'm a hound dog because that's so not like what I guess when people like pigeonhole like men and women, especially like like you're like yeah, I'm trying to get locked in a box, so you bitches, I'm just gonna crush all that. I just love that like imagery, and I almost see you like I almost see it as like a sketch where you like lock the door. It's like, well, here it comes. Now, yeah, yeah, I think that's like you Nugent, just literally but... articulated why I think my comedy works. Yeah, I think I allow men to enjoy my yeah. other po- my like really staunchly can fucking get on board. <laughs> right, right, Gavin. exactly. Because like on the one yeah. hand, I'm like, oh, you know, I have jokes about like how I think men are like wit- insane. Yeah, and yeah, not all men, obviously, but yeah. like I have this whole joke about how men are definitely crazier than women. Why yeah, are yeah. women? Like being stereotyped is crazy, but literally the next second I'm like, I'm gonna eat some pussy tonight. Like that's like that's that's just the whole the whole thing is I'm like taking it all the way to one line and then all the way to the other. You cover around every base of audience. I try to. The next thing you do in the bit is you take a bad thing and you show it to be good. Uh, it's the classic, I mean, we all have to do this is, uh, what's ugly about this. Now I'm going to show it to be beautiful. What's beautiful. I'm going to yeah. show it to be ugly. What's mm. good. Now it's bad. So like and that. so forth. Yeah. And, uh, Perfect. you do that right away. It's not a prison. It's an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you awesome. can't come in cause there's a fence around it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You locked yourself out. You thought you were locking us in. But, yeah. You continue to do that, uh, throughout the bit too. The, the cat calling. 
right away. You're like, because cat, catcalling is, you know, uh, typically it's overbearing, it, it's it's uncomfortable for women, and you show it to be this great thing. You're like, wow, this really feels good. And the idea, you're like, what what lesbian would want to be catcalled by a man? And none, then you're like, none lesbians. Yeah, none, none lesbians. It's a null set. <laughs> <laughs> and you just made it a set of one for the most ridiculous, absurd reason. It's so great. And I think from a performance, just when I, you know, I didn't even think about this, but voices and act outs are becoming more and more clear to me as like something not special, but like that I like to do them and I'm good at them. And that whole set, I think every single bit had a voice or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wrote it down and like, people love to see me act like a straight girl. People yeah. fucking love it. They yeah, think yeah. it's you hilarious. Go, you go, you go premise uh, that um, here's this guy saying he wants to do this thing. Um, then you, then you, then you show it to be, you say, here's the premise. Now let me flip it on its head and show you thought it was bad. Now it's good. And then the next thing you do is you act out the, you make it into a cartoon and you act out. This is what it's like now that I'm, uh, yeah, (laughs) you're right. I think that's actually Mm -hmm. a little bit my formula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, it's common. Um, uh, people don't know they're doing it a lot of the time, but for sure. How in this show, how far into the set? This is the opening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe in a strong, well, with the electric fence, like I really believe that I've gotten a lot of opportunities because within 15 seconds, people know exactly who I am yeah. and I it's over. Die. It's done. Yeah, yeah. I would die. I'm, I'm dying to have an opener like that. Yeah. I, it, it is. So I good. don't know how you get it. Yeah. I no, just no. tell people to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. It's so important. We did an entire episode with Drew Morgan and about on openers and he, yeah. it was just, I learned so much from listening to him talk about his years and years of working on this one opener. Yeah. yeah if Crazy. you, if you can establish that point of view, you can seconds. get away with mm-hmm. almost anything. Mm-hmm. And that, and that is the theme of this episode too, which is just that, uh, what you, what you do here is you let people, you've let people know who you are and now you can get away with stuff. And we wanted to talk about, uh, uh, essentially jokes or bits that people can get away with once you get to know them, but you can't otherwise. Yeah. That was, that was one of the things we wanted to touch on. And I think that that, that fits here really, really well. Um, uh, if you just went into this thing about, uh, how this, uh, the lesbian electrified prison orgy thing without letting people know strongly right off the bat, I am a proud out lesbian, then this would be weird. Mm-hmm. It'd be yeah. Hard. And I think if I didn't come across as, uh, so intense mm-hmm. in, in the beginning, like, as soon as I get on stage, I feel like men know they would get into an argument with me, like early into our friendship. I feel like I let, That's really, you know, really I put funny. on some strong, like don't hit on me vibes, yeah. which makes me being like, yeah, put me in that cage. I'm going to fuck those women. I think that's some of the surprise of it uh-huh. is that this is like, you got, you know, me as like this staunch, yeah. not that, that I come across staunch immediately, but like oh. playing both sides of the, the coin mm-hmm. is more interesting yeah. when one side is so intense and the other side is also the opposite like on that spectrum yeah no i i like that the the hurricane piece also plays off the backdrop of your character uh you're able to get away with the the sort of outrage that you have about um how women aren't taken as seriously as their equally qualified uh counterpoints by placing it in that context but also again because of who you've established who you are right away 
which is, I'm a feminist, I'm out, I'm proud, this is who I am, take it or leave it, I don't care. Um, oh, also, by the way, I'm funny, so you're going to take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also like that it's it's cool because you're uh, anytime a comedian uses a point of reference like hurricanes to describe gender, like, and it, like, it's such a, just like, re, it's like such an interesting pairing because you're using this like scientific data to back up how much bullshit women have to go through on the daily. I <laughs> like, think it works. Without, I mean, it's true, first yeah, of all, but I, know, I think it so works because um, a lot of times when you say to people, uh, these candidates won't be taken seriously, like, yeah. they have equal qualifications, but they're not, t- I think well, have you ever heard of that? It's like, have you met anyone? It's like, no, of course not, because the it's so complicated. It's layers and layers and layers of systematic stuff going on here that it's very hard to find such a cut-and-dry case. Like, my sure. friend and I both sent in the same resume, or I sent in the same resume, changed the name, blah, blah, blah. Those cases don't really exist. But when you're talking about hurricanes, mm-hmm. and people aren't even thinking about gender roles, and then they hear, oh... You can't really ignore, you know what I mean? Like, you can't be like, well, have you ever heard of that? It's like, yeah, it's right fucking, it's about a hurricane. It's not, it's just literally that there's no complications of like, you know what I mean? The only thing that's there is the name of the hurricane. That's it. (laughs) And whether or not people run away. This is not about, well, what was your interview like? What was your resume like? There's just, it's like, that is the name of the hurricane. And (laughs) what I love about this bit as well is another uh, technique you employ, which is, um, well, not technique, but it is, I guess the primary job of the comedian, which is you all see this every day and, but you don't see it. Yeah. This way. Now you do. And I'm going to make you laugh so you accept it. Yeah. And now, um, if people laughed hard enough, like at doing this, shrooms, it's like this blade of grass is gorgeous. I have never. <laughs> this is beautiful. Why have I never wondered? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take this blade of grass with me. And that's what's so cool. It's like you're you're tapping into people's anger or empathy, and you can. It's just like the swirl. That's right. why stand up is so fascinating. Uh, okay, you let's play have, clip? let's play uh, let's play her other clip. She oh, cool. another one. oh, sweet. Uh, oh, and this just a this is a clip that the second part of the joke has to come later in the set. Why? Uh, people need to know me mm-hmm. before I can use the kind of language and stuff that I use in mm-hmm. this yeah. set. Because if, if you started with this, it wouldn't work. Right. Okay, so let's do it. People assume, because I'm, you know, a lesbian and a feminist, stuff. my problem with, like, the religious freedom laws, you guys know about that? The religious, This is like in Indiana, can a Christian bakery deny service to cater a gay wedding? Have you guys heard about that? Uh, I actually have no problem with those laws for a couple reasons. A, calm down, I'm not going to your Christian bakery. <laughs> B, what the fuck is a Christian bakery? <laughs> like, is the red velvet made with real blood of Christ? Like, what <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> minority in America, okay? We get shit done. One of us finds out there's a Christian bakery in town, 24 hours. Gonna shut that place down, reopen it as a gay nightclub called the Electrified Fence. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good callback. Yeah, that's a great callback. Your business. That's actually, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, it's a Mike Pence law. That uh, religious freedom law. Uh, Mike Pence. Uh, a lot of people, again, think I have problems with Mike Pence. I don't have problems with Mike Pence. He and I have a lot in common. That dude, he's a big proponent of gay conversion therapy. I've been doing gay conversion for years. <laughs> Love it. Very good at it. We'll talk to you later. 
ladies after the show about <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> gays and wrangle them up and put them in a cage in a camp whatever and I have to make a decision am I gonna flee and like go to Canada or am I gonna go in the cage put me in the cage Mike Pence put me in the you know what kind of sex I'm gonna be having in that cage guys I love eating pussy and you're like yeah of course you do you're a lesbian no you don't understand other lesbians are like damn Ashley you really like eating pussy like I wear my hat backwards for a reason I gotta get in Tell me about it. Why Why can you only do it then? Uh, because I said pussy. Oh, <laughs> I think like 35 times. times. Yeah. And yeah, until you hear me be like, I, I got off wax no. and hurricane. Like, And even the hurricane joke is intense. But By like, the way, that little sweet voice you used, I want to hear that all the time. Oh, that yeah, is so you, funny. In my act, yeah, people, people love it. But like, you know what I mean? Like for a woman to say pussy so many times like it's it's hard for women to talk about their sexuality i think it's harder to be a woman than to be gay this sounds like wanda's joke but i really (laughs) do i think it's harder to be a woman than to be gay and to be like i like having sex and uh say pussy so many times yeah is it it challenges an audience Mm -hmm. it really does Mm -hmm. so for them to hear me talk about some other things first and really know who I am and know that I'm not up there to, to challenge them. I'm up there to like, you know, talk about something that, you know, just to talk about it with We're them. all friends. Up yeah, here. exactly. We're That's all it. friends. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what it's like. And now they know me better. And so I can say pussy 45 times. Yeah. Uh, and that's part of the fun of the joke is to say, I have a period joke where I just say period over and over and over again. And that's another joke that I can only do it's a little bit like, in. It's almost like you were carrying forward uh, when we were kids and told not to say the thing, uh, say, say a few words. And now we're older and we can say them, but it's not as fun anymore because we understand the consequences. Mm-hmm. But when we get on stage, all of a sudden we're like, I get to say all these words. Oh my God. All these words all right. the time. Yeah. yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. You're, you're, you finally are being a little naughty child. And you're Look doing that I'm for getting. the audience too. Yeah. You're, right. you're touching a part of the audience that they don't talk about these inappropriate things. You're touching the audience. I love that. You know, I love the just like kind of like throwaway line of like, and wet thinking about my guys. <laughs> you can't be a woman so and get on stage and be like, I'm getting wet right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you risk, so first nice. of all, some people are going to be like gross and, and the men are going to be like, and you know the, the wrong reaction the wrong yeah. reaction mm-hmm. and so like you have to be so 
connected with that audience to be like, I'm getting wet right now thinking about Mike Pence. Yeah. yeah. But especially as a woman, it's different than a dude like getting up. Yeah. Like dudes get boners. You you're also, just like dudes get boners. That's what they get. You also like put it at a part of your act where you're so you, you've devolved like devolved. Uh, you've divulged so much of who you are to the audience that even that gross guy that usually would be like, she said she's wet. Like you're People like, be mad well, like no, you made it different for me because now I don't understand why she's wet now. And so like like so even if there was a disgusting person. You've just like sealed your fate in this way where you're like, I'm fucking like, I own the stage so much that I'm changing like cliche lines that guys here to get boners and now they don't know what to do with them if they are that gross. Pain. Right, right. No one's, no one's yeah. hearing that and interpreting it the wrong way. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. But no, no, no. By then you have, you have controlled the frame so hardcore by the time you say I'm wet yeah. <laughs> because of Mike Pence. It is all they are there with you on is the exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not inserting anything. They're not inserting their hard dick into that. <laughs> into that <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a pretty fucking thick skulled idiot yeah. to be like, I think I could fuck that girl. It's just like one guy zoning out and then he's like, wet pussy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, I love that. Because <laughs> like you know, that's all that in New an... York, by the way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really, that's really cool. Uh, so uh, next, but uh, anything else closing on this piece? Because it's so there's so many much here. By the way, the Pence part. Oh, when you want to Pence women? Oh, <laughs> oh thanks. Oh, yeah, that didn't get as big a laugh in that one. That's actually usually recorded? one of the bigger. What's that? When was this recorded? November. It's so oh. much better now. Wait, were they? Did they just get elected? All right. Well, then we're just gonna have yeah. you do it now. Fucking Let's hear it. Crazy. Now. <laughs> I listen back and I'm like, oh, I wish I had a more updated one to send to send you, but because it has the performance aspect of it is right, better. Right. Um. But you should maybe get like like get like the sexiest like multi angle tape done of the where you do this bit. And I think if you like hashtagged it right and like sent it out, I think it would I've go thought viral about it. because it's so poignant. I, I have and it from my the, hour. Maybe I'll just great. release it. Cool. You fucking should, dude. It's a really great bit. And it's like, I could see some, it popping off. I love, I love when you're thanking Mike Pence too. I just love that. Uh, and, and how you're eating. You're not, I am not eating pussy for sports. Yeah. I am eating pussy for my country. <laughs> I, I don't, I love that joke so much. Um, I love it. And it's the kind of joke where like people are laughing so hard it starts to get quiet. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. What explain? What do you mean? Like when people are kind of gasping, like they're mm-hmm. tired from laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the best. That's the best feeling. Um and that starts to happen in in that joke. Oh, that's and then so other great. people aren't laughing, they're just like they're mm-hmm. just they're they're overwhelmed by what they're hearing, but in the best fucking way. Like there's, a, you know, when you when you have that many tags like that, like yeah. you can hear the gasping and the weird totally. sounds. Oh, that's so the, cool. You can see the. I love that. I love that. Well, that's cl- clearly like an example of, um, and it's not from everyone, obviously, but I'm sure you've done that bit and it got like basically nothing at one oh. point. At, you know, like oh, a million. Yeah. Of course. Because you're, you're a comedian and I've everything. I've looked like a crazy person telling that joke. Mm-hmm. But um, you're really li- sitting in that like Dave Chappelle quote, uh, be comfortable with silence, like mm-hmm. which is like, I don't, yeah, you're, uh, I mean, I've lost you right now, but I'll get you back soon. Or if I don't, I mean, I'm sorry, but this is who I am. Yeah. So yeah. like, you don't have to agree. 
Um, are we, we're not going to get to Patrice. We might. She has till 310, she said. I can do okay. till 310. Cool, cool. Well, I was just actually uh, thinking because I, you guys are very different comedi- <laughs> comedians, but it's really funny because he, I just listened to him on The Green Room, which is an old show. He's he's also passed, RIP. Um, he, where he's talking about like, he was like the comedy he enjoys doing the most is when 50% of the people he used to think it was all laughs and like everyone's laughing at everything. Now what he likes is 50% of the people laughing and 50% hating him. <laughs> like and then kind of flipping it like those two people. Oh my twist god, and that's turn. such an interesting oh, I the know, mastery involved with which, that. Which I mean like I, I, I don't know. I mean I I'm one of those guys where like I'll listen to like Patrice and be like Jesus such a oh fu- okay now you're now bit, like now again. you're killing yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. like i disagree with 75 percent of the bit until the punchline and for some reason dude like, the i am hit. i love laughing against my beliefs mm. yeah I'm, it's the best. I'm, I'm not i a lot of people don't like that uh, uh-huh. many 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 people uh don't like that to me if you can make me laugh against my beliefs you fucking get a point yeah, yeah. And, i don't give those out lightly and you know what i think that's on theme too mm-hmm. like when you're watching very few comics usually say that for the middle or the end of what they're doing very few people open with that i have fucked that up so much because i get such i don't i still don't get longer sets and i'll just start with the thing i want to do and and it's like (laughs) i i don't think about it because i'm like i know this is funny and sometimes it'll work but sometimes they're like they're just really not ready for it yeah and if i would have done one joke up front one they would have taken it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's a big part of my mic practice is I always have a joke for upfront, Mm -hmm. but like Bill Burr, there's no reason to hit a woman. He's like, yes, Mm -hmm. there. I love that joke. I fucking love that joke. Yeah. 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 I, I like, like what if she sets your car on fire? What if she like kills your children? Are you, you allowed to take he, but one? But the way swing? he does it, like yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. hit a woman, but that doesn't mean there isn't a reason to hit. Like the yeah, way he yeah. separates the feeling of wanting to hit a woman from right. hitting right. a woman yeah, yeah. is what he is so genius about it. And like that woman walks out during it in his mm-hmm. set. I think. Wait, it's just, really? Is yeah. this on which Let so, It Go? So uh, before we go know. off too far on a, bil- a bit, we're not going to play. Right. <laughs> we have a pl- plenty of misogyny to play. In just Yay. a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of, let's uh, let's play uh, Patrice O'Neill. This is from Elephant in the Room. This is his closing bit. Uh, and do we know the name of it? Is uh, um, it's called? <laughs> I've never heard it called "Egging on Head." And money also shot money. Shot. Okay, yeah. All right. So this it's, is again. It's a, this is Patrice O'Neill, uh, Elephant in the Room, um, from 2011. And you will really ever laugh at that, ladies, if. You, you just it's just not fun for you nothing's fun sex isn't fun sex is so much fun for dudes because we got a money shot you don't understand what it's like to see the the feeling like we both have orgasms oh, oh. But men have a receipt. Like we, <laughs> we see it, and it's a payoff. You'd be like, I am satisfied, because that's what it is, right? Look at it. <laughs> you don't think you'd be happier, ladies, if you could just have a, if you could just shoot a couple of eggs in a guy's face, just. <laughs> Right on top of his forehead. You wouldn't be happy? And you just sit there. And, and you go, oh, that felt good. Go in the bathroom and wash your face. And you go up in the bathroom. 
<laughs> oh, wiping his eyes. Why are you so aggressive? You like shut up, faggot, and <laughs> hurry up, make me a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Call your friends on the phone. I just egged on the top of his head. <laughs> Don't tell your friends our business. Shut up. She already knows I egg on the top of your head already. <laughs> hey, I gotta go, man. Y'all take care of yourself. That's such a good fucking clo- That's the closer of his life. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. really sad, but it's such a great joke. I don't think it's misogynistic at all. I kind of it angle it's it's angled so you think it will be right. and then yeah. it's, it's like quite the opposite. It, it really just puts women in the just, power position. Well, yeah, but not even for that reason. It's yeah. it's just saying it's I don't know what he thinks obviously, but yeah. for me it's saying this is why men like to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because it because it does put them in the power because mm-hmm. it is a power thing. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, like I don't have sex with men, but my understanding is I would want to do that because it makes me feel powerful with yes. my partner. Well, like, and that they, that they long for me in a way that it, it is beyond disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and by highlighting that he's like, he's talking about the power dynamic between men and women. And And that is actually a focus in a lot of like the sex positive community and S and M and all that stuff is power exchange is what they call it to is, is is that power dynamic. So that's right. That is what he's playing with. It's also funny because it's a little bit like the Wanda bit not stay with me. It's a little bit like the Wanda bit where he's describing a scenario and just kind of mad libbing a different version. Yeah. If flipping, flipping all of the qualities from the one scenario onto the other. Yeah. Yeah, my my internal terminology for that is um, remapping. Remapping, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like his sound effect too. For some reason, his egging sound. Oh. Yeah, perfect. That's exactly what egging would sound like. (laughs) Egging's not a real thing, but that's exactly what it would sound like. It's like a discus or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shoots out of the... So he has... He does also... There's a thing that he does that master comedians do, which is they will do tiny act-outs, little tiny ones. They, 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 they slip into it and slip right back out. Like he goes, he goes, money shot. It's, it's fun for us. You have an orgasm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. men have a receipt. So that, uh, uh, it's a tiny act out of an orgasm. It's so small, but it brings people into the world of now we're talking about sex. Yeah. But a lot of us, you know, the younger comedians, we, we and now it's time for the act out. Here is the act yes. out. <laughs> and I'm done with the act out. It's yeah, kind yeah. of the same thing with, with getting really good at crowd work to be able to slip in and out just whatever it is that you're doing it's like mm-hmm. context switching within a set moving from one mm-hmm. bit to another all of it is just about it's, it's just smooth and i think that's what people don't realize is the difference between transition versus just changing the subject <laughs> yeah. people are like i don't have a transition for that well you don't really need one what you yep. need is confidence in switching from one mode to the other yeah yeah and and i think there's another thing that he has that's built into that this is subtle but i only just started thinking about this recently um when uh when you don't provide transitions from here is the premise here's the act out here's and you don't provide those transitions in between what you end up doing is surprising people exactly with the transition itself and you end up with you end up inciting laughter 
simply from the surprise of the shift. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 but instead what we do, cause we're not, uh, we're not confident. We'll go, Oh, you know, an orgasm. Uh, 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 yeah, that's an orgasm. <laughs> no filler. Yeah. Get rid of that filler. Right. That filler takes away people's confidence. Yeah. And, and if you just, surprise. and, and, and ruins the surprise. And that receipt is such a the good, receipt. So the yeah, receipt really great. is perfect. perfect tag. Here you go. Here's your metaphor. It's, it's so tight. Yeah. Men have a receipt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, uh, and instantly you're thinking, you know, a printed receipt and, yeah. and a cup yeah. shot and you see the last thing I want to say on this bit is when he then, um, flips the sort of, I don't know, playful sexual misogyny that, that men have a lot yeah. of times where they're like, ah, you little da da da. And like that, that <laughs> playful thing. And he flips it and he goes, shut up, faggot. Yep. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just egg. She, they, all my friends already know I egg on your face. And you <laughs> yeah. know what? Why the, are you the, telling them our business? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and also, like, when he's like, go and make me a sandwich, which would sound like such a hack line it works because it's a hack line because yeah, what yeah. he's doing is like coming on your face is exactly the same thing as me telling you to go make a sandwich. Yeah. Like I enjoy it for the same reasons. Yeah. yeah. I feel cause you're subservient to me and like, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like you, you love me because you're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's an, it's like a kind of expression of yeah. love and that, and that's, and sometimes it's not love. Sometimes it's just power, but sometimes like, sometimes it's shitty. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, a lot of times actually, uh, but sorry, but, but you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. but loving, loving relationships contain those elements all the time. Totally. We, we do that with each other constantly. And, and the permission that we give each other to, um, you're in charge right now. Now you're in charge right now. That's what makes it healthy versus mm-hmm. not healthy. Yeah, is, right. Right. Is right. The ability to control it. Consent. <laughs> yeah, consent. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> oh my God. I want to bring this back to the theme. Why can he do that at the end of his, at the end of his special? And he couldn't do it when he started. Well, I think the reason he's able to do it is because, well, it's kind of different than the rest of his material in that special. He's built himself up and he built a career around this about being a hardened misogynist that will make people laugh against their will, against their beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then that bit, it kind of is like, oh, he's going to go into another bit that's going to end up with Ah. like men being better than women or women not being able to whatever... uh, Crap, he's, he he's peddling. And then he just flipped it completely, and he was like, no, no. Just, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's, ah, it's an interesting theory. That's why I wanted to play that. So part. you're saying, basically, um, there's essentially the bit itself, mm-hmm. the placement of the bit, and the and what's underpinning it is the joke. Yes. You see what I'm saying? It's a joke against who he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I That's why I picked it. Cool. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Come on. Let's talk about sex. Okay, so let's do your um, animal rights material. Anything else you want to say before we do it? Um, It's kind of taking uh, steps out of uh, Wanda and Patrice's thing where I'm just kind of like... You just plagiarize them? Yeah, Great. plagiarize. Okay, I can't is, wait. Yeah. This is Harrison like doing a, Wanda Sykes. Like coming out as black and <laughs> yeah, yeah. egging someone as you come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is me working out this material. This is not finished. I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
I I have a lot of friends that are really into animal rights. They really want, and they want it. They're always like trying to get me. They're like, it's the biggest thing, man. You gotta fight for animals. And it's like, but why aren't the other animals doing it? (laughs) I've never seen an animal tell an animal not to eat an animal. You know, there's no found footage of like a family on safari and they're watching lions chase down an antelope, and then it pans over and there's other lions picketing. <laughs> they were like, "Stop eating the antelopes! They got emotions and families." <laughs> and it's never happened. And then those lions get really, really skinny, and they start wearing like tighter and tighter jeans. And they're like, "They're these two heteronormative." And so they move to the jungle. They move to the jungle, and then the jungle. And they write a HuffPo article about living in the jungle has really changed them. <laughs> and then the panthers are like, "Get the fuck out of our neighborhood!" <laughs> and then eventually the and then one of the, the lions. <laughs> this is the best it's ever done. And then the lions start an art gallery in a tree that a family of four panthers used to live in. And they're, they're like, well, this is really, this is making my soul grow. And, um, and it's just weird. And a lot of people get mad. They're like, why are uh, the panthers clearly uh, black people in this? Um, it's like, is it because their fur is black? It's like, no, actually, you're wrong. Leopards actually are spotted in yellow and orange and brown. And if you see a black panther, that's actually uh, an abnormality, and that's an increase in melanin in their fur. So maybe you should stop speaking on behalf of panthers. <laughs> a panther will tell you, you've never been a panther. Shut the fuck up. And I'm not a panther. I wouldn't want to speak on behalf of panthers either. <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of acted as one. Um, yeah, this is just like a bit I've been working on. I just like, so basically what it is, I wanted to get it to this like tag, 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 rolling tags. Because one of the reasons I like it is um, I start out every set with this joke about um, it, it's kind of like what we've been doing or what I was talking about, about being a contradiction. I start out with uh, I'm a Jewish person. And it's a big part of my identity. Now a lot of people are asking, like, what does it mean to be a Jew? Is it more about the religion or the culture? And then the punchline is, it's just about being a white person pretending you're a minority. So that, so already I've set myself up to be like, I don't think any like white people that are trying to um, have some kind of deep cultural identity are really doing anything other than peacocking some kind of thing that they think is exotic about themselves. So basically I feel like it sets it up so that when I do that animal rights joke, they already know. I don't think when white people are doing things that are like activisty that they're often being that genuine. I kind of, and so basically I kind of, I, I just wanted to break down why vegans annoy me. Um, that's why. <laughs> and, I made- and by the way, I laughed at that joke, and I am a vegetarian, and spend my house has like no dairy in it. Like yeah, I, yeah. I spend a lot of time not eating. Well, I've noticed meat. that is like. Well, I used to do it set up with like vegans will often say this, and then I was like, that's kind of isolating. And someone like called me on out on mm-hmm. it, and I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't want to seem like I'm attacking someone, so instead I'll just be like kind of playfully asking a question. It's like, why don't they an- other animals do it? They and seem it's, like they and should get obviously we know the answer yeah, to that right. question, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it still made me laugh. It's still funny. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. still like the idea of, uh, of, it's also a lot of imagery, which but is funny. Imagery. Is <laughs> you're making fun teams. of people who, um, God, I hate to use this analogy, but there are people who are like, well, why didn't the Jews stop the Nazis? 
You ever, you ever hear that? Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. are you fucking, are you, yeah, yeah, is that yeah. a real question? Do <laughs> yeah. you mean that? And yeah, so yeah. like when, what you're doing is you're being that character about yeah, the yeah. animals. Devil's advocate. So in know. a way, I actually feel like you are more on my side. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're a vegetarian, but I, it, but from hearing that oh, joke, yeah, I yeah. would actually assume that you were. Oh, that's well. That that makes me feel good. Um, I I do. I think it's just morally correct to be vegan or vegetarian. I just don't don't do it. Most people do. do I think if you ask anybody, they're like, "Is it it right to eat meat?" Most people like, "Nah, probably not." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very much one of those things that where people are just like, "Yeah, we're probably gonna head there." Like we're gonna. If I live to be ninety, I'm not gonna be popular because of I, I'll probably still eat meat. Like they, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, but but bacon. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want it. But I like it. Yeah, like, that's yeah, it's that's very really common. Weird. But I also one of the reasons I wrote the bit is because I like. I like to not directly, but kind of indirectly say like, well, yeah, you are fighting for something, but you know what you're also doing is destroying communities because we're all kind of destroying communities, whether we like it or not. It's just the way the world is set up. Um, And I just like that. I get to kind of say that in a very weird visual cartoonish way without offending anyone. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the, one of the joys too of, of, of writing material that expresses your point of view. And the challenges too, is you get to say it by showing it. Yeah. And if you say, and, and, and you know, you can come at it right directly, but the, the really fun way is to go around the edges of it and just keep, keep like being really fuzzy about it, but everybody knows what you're saying. And the joy is everybody's in this moment moment of unspoken subtext enjoying it at the same time and yeah, uh, yeah. even though you never say it yeah i like the bit i hope you keep working on it yeah yeah it's been yeah it's been fun come on let's talk about sex so i think we're probably that's probably it for time right yeah yeah it's sad because i am enjoying myself i know well hey uh if, in that case uh i want to close this out so a big special thanks to salt and pepper for not suing us or not yet suing us for using their song <laughs> put that in up front. wildly fair use uh yes i'll, I'll just i'll just pause oh, every now and then everything's in the, illegal in the it's just he, he just he need, you need to stop yeah, I just being love, a salt I, and pepper apologist uh <laughs> <laughs> those damn salt and pepper a big special thanks to <laughs> Patrice O'Neill, uh, Wanda dead, Sykes, Jeffrey, <laughs> and of course the wonderful, awesome Ashley Gavin. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, who is just starting Smash Gold Comedy Production Company with a network of fantastic mics in New York City. Head on over to SmashGold.com for more information and follow her at AshGabs on everything. She's a monopoly on Ash Gabs, A-S-H-G-A-V-S um, on every single social media platform Nailed you could it. possibly imagine. So wow. thank you so much. Also follow us on Twitter at Let's Talk Sets yes. and uh, on Instagram as Let's Talk About Sets. And Facebook at Let's Talk About Sets. But if they've found this, they probably know <laughs> yeah, that they already. Probably that. Uh, Was so- the handle too long for Twitter? Fuck that guy that has my. It, no, it's like oh, okay. a workout handle. Fuck you, workout oh, handle. Oh, gross. No one cares about your gym oh, regimen. People care oh. about joke structure. Okay? <laughs> what a nerd. What a workout yeah, what a nerd. nerd. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Let's Bye. talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets.